Welcome to Fearless Fathers, a podcast by fathers for fathers. This isn't your everyday podcast. This is to get you uncomfortable, to rebuild, to have some fun, and to embrace the fear. Together, we will become fearless. Oh, yeah, we like going. <laughs> sure, we could go now. Why not? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, fuck. <laughs> get all worked up to start this thing. <laughs> Did I put you on the spot? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. And usually you do the title card, so. Do you want me to do the title? Hey, yeah. welcome to Fearless Fathers. We are the podcast for you, our dads, our listeners. I'm your host, Davo. And I'm Ryan McDonough. And Ryan. Yes. It's been a while since we talked. How are you doing, buddy? I'm tired. Been working a lot. Uh, you know. All the crazy stuff in the outside world with the coronavirus and sequestering, mm. which is a thing I'm not doing because I'm essential. Doing a lot of infection control procedures, washing all mm. the time. You know, for as many times as I wash my hands every day, like I'm completely dehydrated. It's from all the friggin' um, hand sanitizer. I believe it. I wonder. There's a lot of ethyl alcohol in uh, hand sanitizer, right? So about 60%. Yeah. How, how much of it do I have to slather on my body before I can get a DUI? Have you ever seen the episode of always sunny where the gang is quarantined? No, I don't think I have actually. You I should. I, I, that's, that's, that's a big, that's a big old negative, negative mark right. on me. Cause I haven't gone all, right. all the way through always sunny. Well, it's actually like one of the first couple seasons of always sunny. It's where they get quarantined and they think, I think it's uh Dennis got really sick. And they locked him in the bathroom. And by the end of it, uh, Frank was just in the bar, completely covered in hand sanitizer, shaved from head to toe, and just slithering around like a snail saying he wants to be pure. That's all I thought about <laughs> when you said that. You know, it's funny. I, I've actually seen that exact scene and not known the context <laughs> for, for years, for for just a long time. Um, and now, now – now. <laughs> now it makes more sense to you, yeah, doesn't it? it absolutely yeah. Does. <laughs> yeah, get that Hulu all... subscription going and start watching, baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have Hulu and just barely ever watch. I think I use it for like when Bob's Burgers comes out on Sunday night. Oh, so that's about yes. it. Maybe Rick and Morty. I, I don't even know. Yeah. 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 Or when, when there's a new true crime documentary because, you know, I love that stuff. Because basic white guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolute. We're the basic white family. <laughs> Speaking of basic white, how's the kid? I know he just turned three, right? He did. He did. Oh, we had yeah. a very, I don't know how to describe it. How do you have a birthday party through through a telephone? <laughs> mm. that's, that's what it was. We um, we video chatted to the whole family just because of all the madness that was going on. Yeah. Um, my, you know, my mom's, my mom's got an immunosuppression and everybody else lives out of state. So you know, nobody's really been going to see each other. My my friggin' poor brother down in his county is completely locked down. He just he just doesn't leave his house anymore. Oh yeah, he's like straight down like the Yeah, he's down towards yeah. Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so he's right. just he just can't leave. Um Man. Yeah, hey, hey, it is what it is till this is done. So hundred percent. We haven't even left the house and like we're both working from home and stuff because we're also essential. <laughs> but we also haven't left the home and we're not letting any family near that, you know, near the house too with the little one around. Absolutely not. Oh yeah. Not a not a great idea. Plus if one of you guys gets sick, that's this makes it so it's much It's going to make it a thousand times worse. And then I'm seeing like reports of like people throwing like first birthday parties, you know, with their whole family gathering no. around these kids and I'm like 100%. Don't do that. 100%. Don't don't do that. Little tiny baby. 
people uh, suck. Such a bad idea. But you know what? You know what doesn't suck? No, I don't. Our topic of the day. Ryan, why don't you tell them what our topic is? Our topic of the day is something we've actually you know mentioned before, um, and it's uh, paternity leave and why it's important to not just the father's health, but the child's health as well. This is something that's near and dear to, I think, both of our hearts because we didn't get to spend a lot of time with our newborns when when they were born. My wife got to, I think she got, she did about 12 weeks, I want to say. Mm. I'm not 100% sure. I'd probably have to ask yeah. her. But um, I spent just shy of two. I, I barely got any time off at all. And it really, really is one of my biggest regrets um, as a father. And, it you know, it bugs me every day that I just didn't, I didn't get to spend that time with him. You know what? I was actually right there with you when my wife or yeah, when my wife was born. Yeah, when my wife was born. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're crushing it today. Dude. Uh, no, when Col- when uh, Colton was born, I only took two weeks off, too. And really, it was only the first week or that second week that we came over from the hospital because the wife had to stay in the hospital for five straight days because she was going to give she yeah. was going to give naturally. And then like, oh, no, baby flip for the third time in your pregnancy. So uh, we're going to induce you now. So, you know, a uh, three-day stay turned into a five-day stay well that's that's how my wife got so much time off was it was only going to be six weeks initially Mm -hmm. but then um after 26 hours of labor she had to go to get an emergency (laughs) c-section yo that was like yo like 17 hours of labor and then finally finally they did the c-section yeah they they pulled the trigger on it. it's nuts it it was one of the craziest days of my life did you wait 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 did you go around the curtain no no, because, uh, you know, I don't like to watch like a lot of doctor shows and like blood and shit. So I was I'm good. I was good, fam. I just sat there and looked at my wife. So so the end of this story, obviously, the end of the story is we have the baby. and We're all healthy yeah. and happy people. Right <laughs> now. Um, but our anesthesiologist turned out to be my uh, scout master from when I was really? a kid. Yeah, just crazy. And, I'm, and I hadn't seen him for like 20 years. Like, he's been forever. <laughs> and. Um, we go in the room, he comes and he comes and gets me and he's like, yeah, he's good to go around. He'll be fine. Um, because he, he knew I was in the military. So he's like, he's like, oh, this guy can totally handle it. It's no big deal. And Dave, I shit you not. It's, it's like regular white, half of a regular wife on one oh, side. I, of course, she's really yeah. drugged up and everything. She's weak. Right. And then you go to the other side and it's like, oh, oh, that's her. That's her bladder in, in a bucket uh-huh. right there. Cool. They're pulling a person out of her. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't there when they did right, all that. Right. They were. They were. They were closing it all up by the time they let me come yeah. around. But still, just uh, the alarming amount of blood was. Uh, n- yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. You know what? I regretted that decision, and I'm glad I did not take that decision. No. 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 I. I will. If it. She'll have to have a, a C-section for the second yeah, one, so yeah. I, which would be nice because we can just schedule and have our baby by noon instead of having to be there for like right. two, two, three additional days. Mm-hmm. We can go back and get settled. Um, yeah, I won't be going around again. Like, hey, you want to cut the umbilical cord on this one and be like, mm-hmm. we'll do the we'll do the posed one on the little on the little changing tape. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even do that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, anyway, yeah, man. Crazy, crazy paternity, paternity leave. leave. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Hey, what is paternity leave? Paternity leave is the time you take off um, as as the father um, when you're either having a baby or adopting a child, um, and it's mostly a uh, I'd like to say a readjustment period. Um, your life has changed drastically, and here you are, and you need time 
to not only take care of your new family or new family member, um, you need to take, to take care of your partner and readjust mentally. It's, it's a huge thing. Usually companies will give you one to two weeks of paid paternity leave um, and with additional stuff like FMLA mm-hmm. um, circumstances of the of the pregnancy, you can get up to 26 weeks. I have some uh, some clearer numbers here. We'll go through in a few minutes from the Department so of So actually to jump on top of that, and you might already have these figures because I don't think I saw a lot of your talking points, but uh, the federal yep. government just approved 12 weeks of paid paternity and maternity leave for federal employees, which is pretty dope. Hold on, I'll tell you if that's the same, the same thing I have. <laughs> oh man, this uh, sounds like something we should have talked about before. <laughs> well, now we can knock that one off. There we go. Yeah, just hitting that. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. Or, good. or we can always just good. My department, my Department of Labor document is the same. As <laughs> um, yeah, but that's federal workers. Right. It's not you right. know the standard schlub like me. I was just working for some company. Right. Um, and it wasn't a very large company, so like FMLA wasn't a thing either that I could really do. Um, plus, the, plus they're relying on you to 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 do your right. job, but they have to understand you know you're human. Um, and sometimes they don't. And that's, you know, such is life. Um, and that's why we're here talking about this is to help people through these 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 crazy situations that you end up getting in from doing something that's completely human and completely natural. And, you know, the bonding time is extraordinarily important at the beginning. Um, you really, really, really need to get in there and really love on that baby and make sure everybody's good. Um, that's going to be your big job in the first couple of weeks. Let's look at some numbers real quick, talking about that DOL uh, document. I have a couple of facts that they, they just kind of they, they just kind of stuck in there. Um, two million fathers in the U.S. were stay-at-home dads in 2012. So let's let's think about that for a second. There are what 360 million people, give or take, in the United States. Yeah, yeah, give, yeah or give or take. take. Okay. That would mean half a percent of people have the opportunity to be stay-at-home fathers or, you know, cho- choose to be stay-at-home fathers, which is, you know, that's a fairly low number. And that doesn't really necessarily mean that they're um, new fathers as well. But nine out of ten fathers do take some time off at the birth or adoption of their child, which is great right. if they have the opportunity. Honestly, you know, some guys don't. And I feel bad for them. That's terrible. Um, seven out of ten of those fathers take uh, paternity leave which is 10 or less days, mm-hmm. which is just the biggest atrocity I can possibly think of. That's, that's, that's and that, terrible. and that seems to be the average too. Like that's not even like, that's not even low ball in the number. That's like the average no. amount of time that, that, that's that, yeah. take off. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know guys that have taken, that took three days and went straight yeah. back to work. Yeah. I, I could not believe yeah. that. Here's another one for you. Only 13% of men who took paternal leave received comparable compensation and only 21% of women got compensation as well. That's disgusting. That's nuts. Isn't it? That number is way too that low. That's bullshit is what it comes down to. Out of control. Absolutely. There are only three states in this country, California, New Jersey, and Rhode Island, that says if you're going to provide pay for maternity or paternity leave, they have to be paid on an equal basis. That's uh, that's that's not enough. No. <laughs> not even nearly, no. <laughs> nearly no. enough. 48% of men reported that the demands of a full-time job affect what happens in their new family's life um, and they have to plan around it. 
that's um, you know half of guys that just don't have the opportunity to do it the way they want to do it or do it the way they need to do it. It's not okay. No, it's absolutely not okay. And, that, and that's kind of why we're here right. is, is to talk about it. This, you know, some of the citing from this episode, obviously, I, I, we've been talking about the Department of Labor document. We were just, you know, we were just reading off of, I picked what I thought were a couple of articles that were just kind of like the full spectrum. So there's a, a really interesting one on dad.info about paternity leave called Why is Paternity Leave Important? A Dad's Perspective. It's an excellent article. I suggest you go out and read it. Um, and then there's another one from Forbes.com. You know, every time you think of Forbes, you think of, you know, the corporate side. Yep. Um, and I was genuinely surprised when I read this. They're absolutely for changing the laws for a paternity and maternity leave. Um, there's a couple of notes in here from it, but it, it references United Nations studies, um, how crazy the statistics are in this country by comparison to other places um, in, in parts of Asia as well. It just feels like it's more about the making of the money than it is the development of your family. And, that- and it's... It, in some cases, that's the absolute truth. That's exactly what I was just going to say, too. I remember reading something a while back ago. We're like the only civilized nation that still doesn't have a full universal paid paternity leave program. Yeah, absolutely. It, we're, we're probably close, honestly. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, there's probably not that many. Um, we're definitely the largest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, in the richest country in the world, we should be able to do that because you've got to keep making babies and we got to, you know, we got to we got to keep being human. It's the only way where this is going to survive. So um, uh, enough of that. We've gone a little off topic. Let's get back to what we're talking about. Why is paternity leave important? And the basis, I think, to that is bonding with your new family, bonding with your baby, bonding with this person that's going to be in your life forever. (laughs) <laughs> congratulations yeah. here's your human here's your human <laughs> you did this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um I- i'm not gonna go into all the all the gritty little details of like skin on skin contact mm-hmm. and things like that um but the point is a- as soon as you got that kid in your hands your environment and your world changes drastically <laughs> and i personally think you should be doing as much as possible to be with that kid to he, he listens to well he i keep i always do that it's all right because we both have boys that, yeah. you're allowed yeah to. i know you're i know, I know. it's just yeah i know i almost called you a bigot I, yeah. in the last one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i think when well, this isn't gonna age like this this podcast isn't gonna like age super well <laughs> <laughs> um and Someone, someone down the line is going to be like, yeah, their stuff's really good now. But for, like the first one, they were a fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> they were all over the place. Um, before I before I go down the road into like the anxieties of all this, um, do you have anything you wanted to, you wanted to add to that? Um, as far as that's concerned, I mean, you're absolutely right when you're talking about bonding with the kid and how your world completely changes i know us as dads we all had that oh shit moment like this is becoming real um when the kid was born i remember even prior before even holding my son for the first time i was petrified petrified of holding a newborn because you know they're fragile and neanderthal looking things like that (laughs) but it was like those instincts just kicked in and it was that moment that i knew like this is my life now and I'm going to make sure I'm going to do everything I can to be in this kid's life to hell or high water. You know, it it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to make sure that I'm there for him. Yeah. And absolutely. You know, I know, I think we talked a bit. I know you were talking like you did a lot of like skin on skin and stuff like that with your kid. 
am I right or am I just dreaming things? No, you're you're right. Okay. We'll skin on skin on weird weird, hairy, weird, weird yeah chest <laughs> Irish guy. Yeah. <laughs> But like, I'm I, sure that hasn't done any psychological damage. No, none whatsoever. No, none at no, all. You would have seen it in the first three years, so I think you're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but like, I didn't do that with my kid. Um, but we also, I also had my own ways of bonding with them, and you know, kind of building that playful relationship, and just that alone. Now, seeing him every day when I wake up, and his giant smile on his face tells me like we have that relationship that I've always wanted with my son. So I think that's all I'm going to yeah. say on that. And, you know, it, it's absolutely your time to learn the ropes of, you know, yeah. your new, your new human. Um, and that, uh, that baby's been listening to you for nine months. And I never believed that was a thing until, you know, I saw it firsthand, but, you know, as soon as he could move around and as soon as he, you know, could recognize, you know, people like he could recognize my, and my wife's voice, yeah. um, and reacted to it. It was crazy. Because people are always like, oh, you know, it's just a, you know, they're just little blobs for the first couple of weeks and they don't really do a whole lot. No, no. <laughs> no it's not true at all. No, they are so, so like analytical in the beginning. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're, 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 their minds are little sponges yeah. and they're soaking everything up even from, even from day one. It's absolutely crazy. And um, that, that whole process gave me some massive anxiety about doing all that wrong which is the transition into our next to- next part of this topic is overcoming that anxiety yeah, yeah that's why we're here that is that's why what we're, we're doing <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so anxiety do you have anything you want to go with before uh we start going down this road for once i'm actually to keep my mouth shut and let you take the reins on this one. Oh, good luck with that <laughs> I don't really have a whole lot of a whole lot of notes on this one because you know it's it's something we have it's something we haven't said before. Right is um, anxiety depressed disorder can be triggered by all kinds of crazy all kinds of crazy stuff. Drastically changing your life is definitely one of those things. No, um, no. and that's really the the bread and butter of this podcast is you know to help people identify those. So people go through it. Um, what can cause anxiety in this in this scenario? Just the fact that you're having a baby, <laughs> of course, that's going to cost you some anxiety. What? Um, yeah, I know, right? That's crazy, <laughs> crazy talk, crazy, crazy talk. Oh man, uh, I remember. The, I remember those first three days. Like it was the, the worst things I ever. One of the one of the sets of worst things I ever had in my life because I'd get up every twenty minutes to see if he was still breathing. <laughs> that's how my wife was. I'm like, ah, he's good. Yeah. He's yeah. good. Well. Uh, then I, I was talking to a friend of mine who had a baby recently. And he's like, "Hey, you know, you can get like a little mat that tells you if their heart's still beating, right?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "That's a thing. You Bluetooth right to your phone, and if it's if they stop breathing or they're you know they get a, like an arrhythmia or something, it, like your what? phone goes crazy." Yeah, what? exactly. Yeah, I would I would have slept way better. <laughs> oh, these conflabic kids and their technologies now. Yeah. Uh, I wish I had that 18 months ago. Yeah, it would have been yeah. real nice, right? Would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Another thing is, you know, you're worried about your work life balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, me and you, Dave, we've been through this ringer multiple times. Well, not multiple times. I guess multiple because we've both done it once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you you just think you're not going to be around enough to um, take care of the kid the way the way you should. Um, and I was I was genuinely worried about this with my son and not having nearly enough time off. 
and I was a traveling technician at the time. So not only when I worked, sometimes I'd work and I'd be away for weeks and right. I hated it. I remember and that. We, yeah. We were still, yeah. We were still in the reserves too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go get orders and see you later for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. And you're leaving your poor partner. Yeah. To right. Deal with everything and it's miserable. Um, you just, you just feel, you just feel terrible. Mm-hmm. And these things, this can lead to all kinds of crazy stuff. Like sleep deprivation is a good one. You're exhausted, but you've gotten to the point where the kid's not sleeping. They're in a growth spurt or, they're just, you know, not used to sleeping at night or they don't, they're not down to the routine yet. And this does happen. And you get sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation can cause anxiety. Mm-hmm. Anxiety can cause depression. You you get the spiral. And it's go, it has to has to be a thing where you and your partner work out who, who's on night shift and who's on day shift right. and who's doing what today. Um it it took us it took us two months to get into the cycle. And it was it was it was not a lot of fun. No. <laughs> it was really terrible. No. Yeah, and that was kind of I don't even want to say it was really us because you know my wife was very. It was almost like she didn't want me to have a shift <laughs> with the baby born. Um, I don't know. Really? Yeah, it, it was it was absolutely crazy. Like, you know, I, I was very hands on from the word go anyway. So it was you know baby crapped himself. I'm there changing diapers. You know she yeah. she had a C section, so I'm constantly there. You know, the baby, you know, those first few months slept in the bassinet in our room and she was right there with him. So it was, you know, she'd wake up, she'd feed him with me being sick. You know, she was more like, I'll just take care of the baby. I'm already resting as it is anyway. You know, you kind of do your thing. And that that's kind of where that 50-50 turned into an 80-20 for a while. Right, right, right. And that's like the trap that anyone could fall into. Right. Is um, your time is so limited, mm-hmm. with, uh, especially from a father's perspective. Um, that you're trying to get as much in there as possible, but you know, there's sometimes there's a jealousy thing, you know, sometimes going back to last week's topic, postpartum. I mean, that's, that's a big thing. Sometimes you men don't want to be near the baby. Right. Um, and that's hard on the partnership too. Right. And paternity leave and worrying over some of that is, is what could, that could cause that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it just, it seems like the basis to a problem that could be solved really easily with a little bit of legislation. Just to say, hey, every dad deserves this much time with their baby prior to having your return to work and shouldn't be held accountable for it. And I think, and, yeah, you're absolutely and kind of like what I said there, too, with the, you know, with the federal with federal agencies now taking that step to say, hey, listen, we're going to give parents these three months off. You're fully paid. Go spend because those first three months, they're the biggest months. For me, anyway, those first three months, especially if your wife had a C-section, are the biggest months that you could be there bonding with your kid, doing what you need to do, giving them that rest and taking away that jealousy, that jealousy feeling. Because I was I was a little jealous when the baby was born. Not going to lie. You know, it was, okay. it, was, it was a major yeah. it was a major switch. You know, so I was a huge switch. It's a huge, yeah. Yeah, huge switch. It, it, it just felt I don't want to say it felt awkward. It just felt new. It, it was new, you know, and I, I guess I didn't really know how to deal with that at first. Oh yeah. Yeah. And how, and how could you? Right. Right. I mean, you never, yeah, this is the first time. I mean, the, the next go around, I, I, I think for us is going to be a little bit easier. At least I sincerely hope it will be. Yeah. Um, if it's not, please, somebody, please tell me. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're already it, uh, put it in the comments, send us an email, do something. Me and the wife are already getting ready for the miserable second child. That's just going to be colicky as hell. Cause we've been, Oh no. Yeah, oh, our, our kid's been perfect from the time he, from the time he was born, sleeping, eating everything. So it, it oh, no, we have, yeah. Second child's going to be a doomsday for yeah. us. Yeah. 
my, my guy had all kinds of digestion issues and we were up a lot and it was it was mm-hmm. rough it was, it was it was a bad time if her uh if her mom wasn't around oh i don't know <laughs> i don't know if we'd still be married <laughs> that's how crazy this was Jeez. it is nuts wow yeah, yeah we we had a we had a rough time yeah it was not a lot of fun mm. um he was on like he had um I guess it was like, I guess it was like acid reflux or something, oh, but like anything would go into his stomach and would upset it for a little while for like two months. Oh my God. Um, yeah. He was constantly wow. on medication for it. Yeah. It was a great time. But then good. he grew out of it and we're good now. That's so okay. <laughs> we're back to having troubles getting him to go to bed, but it's not because he's uh, getting medically wrong with him. He's just, he's just out of control. <laughs> little three-year-old going nuts all the time. Yeah. And especially so, now like being quarantined, it's even, oh, yeah, oh, it's yeah. even worse. I'm lucky we're up in the in the woods here because uh, there's not a whole lot of people around. He can go get some outside time and you know go go ride his little his little tricycle around or whatever that thing is like a push bike. Yeah, it puts a push bike. Yeah, okay. Is the best way yeah. to describe it. Um, but like you can go out and hang out. Um, him and my wife um, go hang out in the driveway and roll them around, get some fresh air because we're we're separated enough from our neighbors. There. It's it's like not that big of a deal. Yeah, and I mean you, you know where I live though too, but it's like. We're we're already talking about just going oh, yeah. on walks for this whole weekend just to kind of get out of the house and just give him some fresh air because luckily our city's been locked down to the point where we haven't had a lot of people outside. Like I drove I had to drive to the bank today and just it was barren. Couldn't believe it. And that was yeah, it's nuts, right? yeah, it was like the first time I left my house in like a week and a half. I had to run and go grab a friend food. of mine um sent me some pictures from New York about a week ago. And it was no. like, hey, I'm on the subway. And it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. There was no Oh, no, I saw those. Yeah. Like the Times yeah. Square and all that. Yeah. Dude. Oh, no, he 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 lives there. He was just right. like taking pictures right. and sending them to us. Yeah, it's craziness. Absolutely. But you nuts. know, at, at least people are following the quarantines. Right. Um, and can stem the tide of this because this this disease has a one percent mortality rate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Think about that for a second. Well, it's 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 a one. So if one if two million people are half a percent from earlier in the episode, four million people is one percent. Yeah, everybody would know somebody that died. Right. You know, if we just don't take infection control procedures, and, right? You know, stem the tide of this thing as much as possible. And I'm not gonna lie, I was um I was one of those that wasn't. I don't want to say I wasn't taking it seriously in the beginning, but I was like, ah, we'll be fine. And then I start seeing it. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna start taking this more seriously. Yeah, you, yeah. You didn't know. Like I was like, ah, it's, it's in China. What's what's gonna happen? And then I realized, like, oh, 95 percent of everything that's manufactured and brought into the states is from China. So uh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I was the same exact way. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is like H1N1 and the swine flu, right. Ebola. Yep. yep all that stuff and you you know it it all seems so foreign mm-hmm. not like actually for but you know what i mean right. like it's not happening here yeah oh we'll be fine um, maybe a couple thousand we'll get it or whatever the case might be we'll be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but then you start knowing people that have it mm-hmm. like my buddy it has has it right now <laughs> the guy the guy the guy i was just talking about in new york he, yeah. he contracted it up i guess he got a positive test about three or four days ago and he's doing good oh that's good um because he's a health he's a healthy young guy and he it's just, but it's just, you know, like, well, fuck, people have this now. It's here. Yeah. And like, he doesn't, he doesn't live that far from me. Um, right. A couple hours, maybe. If that. Um, yeah, yeah. He's closer to you. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's absolutely, yeah, it's absolutely not. So take the, wash your damn hands, sons. Yeah. But anyway. Wash your hands. So don't be touching people's butts and then their faces. Yo, lick the uh, teeth, son. Yeah. That's their yeah. dominance. <laughs> I like how this turned into a, uh, current events podcast 
too. Like, it's a little it, bit of literally, we could have just been like, yeah, paternity leave, good, change the laws. All right, now now the news. And like that would have been it. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's what makes us a variety. That That's what gives us the spice of... Yeah, it's good. Just just pop it at the end of every episode. Just like sound bite it. <laughs> so fresh, crispy. It's yep. crispy. Yep. Oh, now you made me drop my mic. Thanks, guy. <laughs> I don't have a boom arm yet. Sorry. Yeah, no, Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. 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 Appreciate it, bud. Appreciate it, bud. This is the one part of these these articles that I I don't particularly care for. It gives you like all these tips and tricks and tells you, hey, make sure you make mommy daddy time, and hey, you know, your romantic relationship is as important as your relationship. So basically, with your every uh, type of parenting X Y Z out there in the universe. Yeah, it's it exactly. It's it's one of those tropes that we like to talk about just to say you know like this i think this one's on the opposite end of the spectrum as as some of the other ones we, we've covered in, in the past um but <laughs> it's the same thing where it's like hey make sure you're still having boys and girls nights out like you're gonna have time as a parent to go take some time yeah i think we've gone out three times since our kids been born if that yeah yeah I, I've been a parent longer, so I have a few more, but not not enough to be on two hands. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's you know that's life. That's life. the kids gonna grow up eventually, and you can go back out. It's fine. It is. But yeah. when all your friends who don't have kids or have older kids, and they're just like, "Yo, dude, you're not around anymore." Yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> I got invited to a couple of weddings mm-hmm. this past year, and I want to say something. If you are having a wedding and you're in your 30s and you waited that long to get married and you've been together for years all of your friends are gonna have kids they're gonna want to bring those kids to the damn wedding <laughs> tell me it's a childless wedding it was a childless wedding. yeah was, I, actually, I got invited to three this this past year i could not believe it and if any of you you people fucking hear this podcast you know who you are <laughs> <laughs> that was such a pain in the ass. <laughs> and let me guess, it's all out of town too, right? Um, yeah, two of them were. Yeah, um, yeah, that's about right. I mean, town's perspective. Like, I like to say, like, if you kept it in the state, I appreciate you. But then again, we're on the we're on the eastern half of the state, right? So, um, you know, one of them was was pretty far out. Mm. You know, um, like mid state, and that was kind of a pain in the ass. And then one was back towards back down towards philadelphia and that wasn't too bad yeah i was gonna say that's not too too bad yeah but like that guy that was like hey you're gonna totally have to drive four hours don't bring your kid (laughs) (laughs) thanks dick (laughs) thank you oh man so yeah guys really to kind of wrap all this up parental leave and even though some of you who may be having kids now and might be listening to this or have had kids for a bit taking time to spend time with your kids, especially in these first four years, is crucial. Not just for them, but for you. Absolutely. I couldn't have said that any better myself. I know. That was like philosophical, wasn't it? I know. We <sighs> nailed it. And, I, and then we ruined it by having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Take that time, guys. Your job is not the end-all, be-all. Your family is the end-all, be-all. Those kids that you have or that child or whomever 
that is your number one priority. Taking that time to be there for them and not be that 1950s, 1960s Don Draper coming home and barely having a connection with your kids is not the way to be. I'm sorry. It's not. Now, you're going to laugh. Probably. <laughs> That's the the ad guy show, right? I don't yeah, know. I Mad actually Man. don't know the name of it. Mad, Mad Men. Man. Yeah. Right. He, he had kids in that show? He had three. Holy shit. Yeah, he had three kids. I, I just I just didn't watch it. Oh, it, it's a fantastic show. Absolutely so I know what I'll be Netflixing eventually. That is that is a minor basic white person show. It, it's not <laughs> right a lot of action. It's, it's very drama based. It right up there with break, Breaking Bad. Yeah, but that's more action and like drama and suspense where this is like more drama and a little bit of suspense and all that kind of fun, happy horse shit. But it's oh, mm. So basically what you're saying is eventually I'm going to have a conversation with somebody named Chad. You'd be like, hey, man, you want to come over and watch some Dexter? And that, that <laughs> set of DVDs are going to be on the show. <laughs> Why's it got to be a Chad, bro? <laughs> I don't know. It's the first one to come to mind. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's fine. What kind of name? <laughs> uh, but guys, that that's it. Taking that time for yourself, for your family. You're not alone in that. Don't burn yourself out. Like I talked about in the last episode, imposter syndrome. It's not about being the Superman. It's about just being the man. I should have put that in that yep. episode. Oh my god, oh, that would so been good. so put good. Put that on a T-shirt. Oh, that's that's oh, that's going on a T-shirt. Buy this. T- buy the T-shirt on our Teespring shop. <laughs> <laughs> and just in closing, guys, just remember, it's going to be scary. It's going to be fearful. It's a huge change, but that's why together we're here to embrace the fear. 